What is up, everybody? What's up? Are you good? No. We're not. And if you are listening, you're probably unhinged just as much as we are. Yeah, we've been uh, quite unhinged recently. <laughs> we were just talking before. That we- okay, so the thing is, Whitney and I have a problem with is we say we're going to start something. At, we said we were going to meet today at 2, and then it turned into 2.30, and now it's 3.19, and we just start, started recording. Uh-huh. We have problems. But it's not even that we have problems. It's just we like to sit and hear ourselves talk in these microphones, so we'll just actually like yeah. <laughs> talk and gossip before we actually start the podcast. And it's been like almost a week since we've seen each other, so there's a lot of catching up, that things that have happened, and you know. Yeah, know. you just were in Amish country? Yeah, I was living it up with the Amish. It was... Horse and buggy. Oh my gosh, I've never seen so many. Did it stink? No. Really? Um, but there was poop everywhere. That's what, the, yeah. yeah, but it didn't smell. I no, but it was nice. It was yeah. nice to get away. Um, my grandma and I went, and it was her, our first trip without grandpa. Yeah. So Did she cry. First night. Yeah. Expected. Um, we kind of both were because we were just talking about like memories and she's never, she's never had to take care of any bills on her own. So like, she's like, what do we do here? I was like, well, we already paid online. I was like, we already paid online so we can just walk out. Her whole life. She thought everything was free. (laughs) Yeah. She's not used to doing these things. So it was kind of, it was kind of sweet. So, and then I had to like, I felt like my grandpa because I had to go get the car. She wouldn't walk to the the car i had to go pick her up she from the door. the door yeah like i was doing all the things well, i mean if how long were they together mm, well they were married let's see but they grew up together yeah and so, so he's been treating her like a like a he's been a gentleman to her yeah. forever o- over Chivalry. 60 years yeah so he's been opening doors she's probably never touched a doorknob with him no she never even drove while he was alive couldn't be me i walk so fast i'm the one opening doors for everyone <laughs> i know I'm, I'm i'm the guy buckling my man <laughs> come on <laughs> I like hot take. I don't know if it's just like a northern thing because I know in the south it's like men are like, I have to get the door for my lady. I don't care. <laughs> Me neither. Per- like maybe it's just because I just am so just disgusting and lazy. Yeah, it's mostly independent. Uh-huh. But, like I'm not gonna wait outside for my boyfriend to come and open the car door for me. Like I uh. just I want to sit down. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. I'm gonna get in the car and sit down. Yeah. I'm gonna go into a store. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm the same way. I'm not not doing it. It's it's, it's great because whenever it happens, it's I'm just like, oh wow, wow, like that's cool. But like at the same time, I just like, yeah, like, do you think I'm helpless? I get offended. Do you you think I can't fend for myself? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't I'm mind not, you. I'm not a fragile little girl, little woman. No, I could hold my own down. We talk about this all the time. We're bra girls. <laughs> we yeah. are one of the guys. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just be like, I wish I could be her. <laughs> I know. I wish I could be dainty and like. Yes. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Here I am. It's, it's, most, it's mostly when I'm on TikTok. I'm like, I wish I could be a clean girl. Yeah. No, I'm a dirty little gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> dirty little hamster. Jersey Shore. <laughs> I just, I, it's too much. Like <clears throat> whenever the one trend was going on on TikTok, it's like, I love being a woman. And then it shows their nightstand and it's like super cute, put together candle. Mine literally has my MacBook and my freaking $5 lamp and everything else is on the floor because my cat knocks it off. Okay. Allie knows my, my lamp or my lamp. My nightstand was full of McDonald's Coca-Cola cups because I love their ice and I like to chew ice. Yeah. And so my little reward before bed is chewing a whole glass of ice. You should get one of those ice makers. I know. They're expensive though. They are. But that's okay. 
Yeah. Right now I just settle on getting um $3 bags from Sonic. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> she just hit oh her hit her leg on the table. My knee. Ooh. I busted my knee. Did I I haven't talked to you guys since I busted my my literal tailbone and kneecaps coming down my cousin's stairs when I was house sitting. Did I talk about that last time? No. Oh my dude. So I was house sitting the week that we were off on our podcast. I was up in Cleveland house sitting for my cousin. Mm-hmm. And she lives in <clears throat> like an apartment. It's not a complex. It's just like a apartment. It's like 12 yeah. tenants in an apartment. And it's like an old, old place. They have security cameras, but they don't work. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, like <laughs> I I could never live there. But she is so carefree. She's just like, oh, well, you know, like yeah. it's cute. I just I get too nervous about things. So, like, I was unpacking, I was trying to go pack my car, and I didn't want to make two trips, because I didn't want to go outside by myself, or, like, in the hallway by myself. Mm-hmm. So, the first trip, I was like, I just got a man up. Like, me, literally me five minutes ago, saying, like, I can't fend for myself. <laughs> Here I am. I'm too scared to go outside. <laughs> Anyways, um, I didn't want to go to my car, because it was on the side, and it was just, like, cold out, and I had to work, whatever. So, the first time, I just ran outside to put some stuff in. So, the second time, I was like, I'm really confident. I can go do this. I can go take on the world. Like, I can walk the streets of Cleveland by myself and not be scared. Um, so I had on my work my work outfit, whatever, getting ready. Had my backpack on with my computer, my purse, my Stanley Cup. Um, I had a grocery bag and another toiletry bag. And I just buffed it down the stairs. Like, my shoe got caught in my pants. And so when I went, it was my left foot. So when I went to go take a step, my foot foot didn't come out from the back of my pants so it was like uh. my foot was behind me so my knee just went right to the freaking stair and there were those steep steps so it's not like you can like yeah. back in the it was built in like the 1800s <laughs> and so both of my both of my legs are behind me my knees are just barreling through this awful stairwell and then my arms go flying in the air and it like you boom, 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 boom. Like it was <laughs> loud like it was like you can hear anything in that apartment so it was loud I don't even I I don't even think I miss a beat. I freaking fall down the whole steps. I don't even look to see if I'm okay. I get up and I run to my car, get into the car, and my knee is just busted. <laughs> and my shin is busted. I have carpet burn all over my pants. Uh, oh my! It was awful. Yikes! And then I was just like, more upset about the fact I didn't cry. I was more <laughs> upset about the fact that my pants were disgusting before work. Yeah, your pride was probably hurting more than. <laughs> It wasn't my pride that was hurting. It was more so like, <laughs> I don't want anyone to know that it, well, I guess it was, it was it's my pride. pride. I was like, I don't want, it was, I was also more scared because I don't know who lived in the building. So I was like, I don't want some random person to like try to help me or something. <laughs> and then them trying to take me. Like I was booking it to my car. I was like, I ain't, ain't nobody going to help me. And that's when my, I can fend my, for myself came in. But for a split second, I was like, <sighs> <laughs> pre-birth cries <Yeah. laughs> i got my car and drove off in silence i didn't turn my music on listen i drove back in silence today from mom's country because i was just shook <laughs> things are just so different over there <laughs> things are so different everywhere <laughs> yeah imagine yeah. if we were famous speaking of famous we are so we're in the middle of a series but we also want to be relevant with what's going on yeah, we need to get our views up and our streams up. Let's yeah. be real. And we, and we want to talk about things <laughs> that are going on in the world that we talk about daily. So, like, Haley Bieber and Selena and Justin drama? Like, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this. 
Listen. Now we're a drama podcast right now. Yeah, we just shifted. Yep. Adapt with us really quick. Here yep. we go. Yep, we're yep, yep, we're yep, talking. Yep. We're talking all the things. Yeah. Can you believe it? Um, listen. <laughs> Selena better watch herself because Haley's coming for her neck. Yeah, she's trying Selena's to Selena's like, gonna come re- up missing and it's gonna be Haley. She's gonna be kidnapped in her house. <laughs> listen. I at first I was like, okay, people are reading into this. This is yeah. not real. And then there's just too many coincidences. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Selena started the cooking show and then, oh, what does Haley do? She starts a cooking show. She brings on her dad and her grandma. She brings on or and then Haley does the same thing. It's just really, really weird. It's because I think I think Haley Bieber is insecure. Well, yeah. it's, it's that and she's threatened mm-hmm. because I think that Justin well, Bieber and Selena had a lot of unfinished business. Yeah. And they, that's he, what happens when you manifest a marriage. Yeah. And he literally <laughs> married her while he was still basically dating Selena in two months. He replaced us. I know you all heard lose you to love me. It was three months. In two months you replaced us. Oh, like it was easy. Uh, been there. <laughs> Honestly, same <laughs> Selena, I'm with you, girl. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, and but Justin is the one who's really guilty. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't it's, say anything. And in his interviews, they're like, oh, where do you get your inspiration? My ex. She's his muse. Well, yeah. And so, of course, Haley is going to be, uh, sorry, couldn't be me. I almost feel <clears throat> bad for Haley. Yeah. It's, I feel awful for Selena Gomez, but at the same time, it's like. I'm just embarrassed. I, yeah, like you are making yourself publicly like a laughing matter. Yeah, and your marriages looks like to the internet looks right. like a fat joke, and your husband isn't even defending you. He posts a picture of you on a boat. Love you, baby. That's it. <laughs> I know. Well, and then you know it's bad. People are talking about it. Okay, so maybe it's a thing of the past. But then Selena posts a picture of her younger self and says, "Dear younger me." International Women's Day. Yeah, like, and then super cute. Today, <laughs> Haley does the same thing. It's like, girl. Hugging this girl extra right now. Didn't you learn? No. No. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, but if my relationship was being like a public figure to laugh at, like a public laughing matter, I would post something to defend it. Whether or not I'm yeah. usually on social media or not, I'd be like, listen, like you guys can make all the rumors and assumptions you want. But, but this is my man. Yeah. I would be petty. So would I. And for Justin Bieber to post his birthday pictures in the only photo he's not smiling in is him with his wife. I know. It's like you can't you can't make it up. Yes. That's embarrassing. Um, I feel bad for her. How could you not? Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. I mean, my work literally had like two jars, either Haley or Selena, and you have to put like a penny in it. Uh huh. It's the littlest. Everybody's talking about it. Guys at the car dealerships are talking about it. Like Uh everybody. And it's it's sad, but it also kind of it kind of leads into what you know where we're going, and because the desire to connect and belonging, it, even though it's natural and powerful and often positive, with the easy accessibility and the connective opportunities that social media offers, it attracts those who suffer with loneliness and anxiety, who are prone to negative social comparison, and that's what we want to talk about because comparison. Teddy Roosevelt said it before. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm sure that Haley is comparing herself to Selena. But also, vice versa, I'll be the devil's advocate. I'm sure Selena's doing the same thing. Oh, absolutely. We just don't see it because she's maybe a little bit smart. Yes. <laughs> a little bit more smart than Haley Bieber. And women, you know, we typically look at our um, people that maybe they have something that we want and we make them our enemy, even though it's just because of our own insecurities. What they're going through is just a <clears throat> magnified version of the things that, like, pe- everyday people go through. Oh, yeah. Like, what we go through on but a daily just, basis, but we're literally just not famous. We're not in the public eye. Yeah. So we can struggle silently, but theirs is public and everybody's talking about it, including us. Yeah. But, I mean, also, just yes. don't be an idiot and make it public. Right. <laughs> I so mean. I think, you know, social media, um, it can be a good thing if it's used mm-hmm. in the right way Mm -hmm. but it also causes a lot of and this is me personally speaking it causes a lot of anxiety in comparison Mm -hmm. um there has been times and and i'm just gonna i'm gonna talk about it and this is totally not what i planned on sharing but here we are here we go this is real this is raw so i am turning 30 years old Woo! in less than three weeks like it's it's the 27th so here we are and i never thought i'm sorry i have heartburn i sydney sydney's she needs a roll aid and i'm having a crisis moment over here because i just said i just said out loud that i'm gonna be 30 and i'm crying right now Okay. Oh my God. Whew. Okay. My here heart we're. is racing. So is mine. I'm scared. Okay. Well, I'm turning 30, and I never thought my life would be like this. So, I, um, you know, I thought I would be married. I thought I would probably be on kid number three, maybe four by now. Yeah. This is not how I, ex- I expected things to turn out. It's not the life you dream right. of. And. <clears throat> Um, there was a time in my life where I would get on social media and I would see people who are getting married and having kids mm-hmm. and they're at a different spot than me and it would cause me so much distress. Yeah. And I would compare like, you know, oh my gosh, they just have it so easy and here I am. I can't even meet Their a life decent- is perfect. Yeah, their life's perfect. But everybody... And I know this now, but in the time, everybody's struggling. And Ooh, yeah. I just thought, here I am. What was me? Life passed me by. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be a cat lady forever alone. I love cats. I do too. So it's not okay. bad. It's okay. Plants and cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Here we but are. But also, you never know. You will be married. Yeah. I'm so. saying the next five years. No, actually, three. Listen, I got like, I have to get married in the next five minutes. I got plans. <laughs> I'm getting old <laughs> my eggs are gonna dry up <laughs> gosh freeze them what'd you say you could freeze them i did not think that's what you said what did you think i said oh i'm uh yes which i'm not gonna get on all of that unless i have to but i'm preparing just preparing. Your life. i'm preparing i'm preparing for an opportunity to arise very soon <laughs> that i can just get things started yeah but you know, in all seriousness, um, being 
on social media was negative for me. Mm-hmm. And I would get on and I'd be like, I almost would become a little mean girl because I'm like, oh, look at them. They're perfect families and they're coordinated outfits. and You just hate your life and, and everyone else's. Yes, they're photo shoots with yeah. their family. And then here I am. I can't even take a decent picture with my dog because she's blind and deaf and won't look at the camera. And I'm just. Yeah. So I just, you know, I struggled with it. So that, you know, that's my little. What I struggle with, with comparison and yeah. social media. And I think. You just, you when you're on social media, you put your best, you put your best, yeah, yeah, your, your best, best self. face forward, and it's honestly it's a lie. Um, there's times when I post a, you know, I, a decent selfie, I'm, I may get forty likes and I'm feeling real good, <laughs> but don't go on our Instagrams now; they're completely unhinged. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, go on our Instagrams. Yeah, but you know what? I, I don't care anymore, and I yeah. just have to remember that it's you know. Other people are struggling, and I am not aware of that. And they're just doing their best, and that's okay. Yeah, every, it's always like that. Oh, it's always greener on the, the grass. Is always greener on the other side. It's not. The grass is green where you water it. Yeah, like every, I mean, it might look green, but yeah, there's st- sometimes you don't want other people's struggles, mm-hmm. and then when you put yourself in someone else's shoes, you're like, actually, I'll take my struggles back. Right. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. It's a very hard thing. You know, comparison. <clears throat> it literally steals the satisfaction of our own life away from us because we're too busy comparing like our, like you said, everyone else's life Mm -hmm. to yours, everyone's family. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can never be satisfied with what you have in front of you. Right. And it's, it's a hard thing people deal with because like when, okay, for instance, when I was at school, I literally was surrounded by a hundred, 200 Christians Mm -hmm. and we're all learning about God and we're all learning quote unquote learning about God saying Mm -hmm. like we're here to learn but also there is opportunities always arising and it's like right am i better than this person is this person better than me they're posting more about god than i am or they're getting more opportunities than i am Mm -hmm. like what makes them better than me why is god using them and not me you know it's it's a constant cycle and you have to make sure that you're not getting yourself Mm -hmm. in this like avalanche effect snowball effect of comparison because it literally can destroy so much sure and it's hard to yeah. get out of and but it's also hard to to notice at first. Yes. And I and I think too like with me when I am in that mode where I'm like comparing my life to others, mm. I want to create a false life on social media. Yeah. For the sake of likes and followers, and that makes our own like shortcomings and struggles in real life seem more difficult and we lose sight of what's real. Mm-hmm. And it just I don't know. It's just kind of <clears throat> internally, it's like a battle and you just, you kind of fall into a cycle and it's just like, okay, what, why am I posting this? Is it for, what do I need? Do I need reassurance? Do I need mm-hmm. to be lifted up? It's, it kind of just <clears throat> takes effect on your whole, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like, it, it just, I feel like I want to feed the wrong things. And yeah, like what's good for your soul. Yeah. And kind of. so that's why, like, if you look at my social media now, like, I post the most unhinged things because I do not give a rip. What I've been trying to do recently is, like, when I'm posting on social media, like, if I want to post on social media, I'm just going to post and not think of it. Because uh-huh. if I think too much about it, then I'm going to be like, uh, actually, this might not, like, be cool to other people like people are gonna think i'm posting too much what was if i lose fall who freaking cares yeah 
Like, I remember there was a time when I would be like, Googling, what's the best time to post on Instagram? It'd be mm-hmm. like 3 p.m. I on a Friday. To, I used to post at 9 p.m. Every single, like, every time I posted, it'd always be 9 p.m. Because that's when everyone was the most active. Uh-huh. That was before I moved to Birmingham. And then I had a dilemma. Funny. It's, it's just so funny that, like, it's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Where Well, Birmingham is an hour ahead. Right. So when, now when is the best time? Because people in... <laughs> now Like, people in Ohio, like, the best time was 9. But now it's a whole different demographic in yeah. different like type of mm-hmm. well most of the people from like ohio don't like what i'm posting now because now i post about christian things because i go to a christian school you know it's just yeah. like oh oh my gosh i hate it's exhausting myself. i hated myself in school like yeah. that's the one thing i can say graduating from from school in birmingham like i hated my there i don't think okay that might be over exaggerating but i don't i can't remember a moment where i was like completely content with who i was at school without mm-hmm. like g- comparing myself mm-hmm. to either what people were wearing the trends or like opportunities arising right. i just i was never satisfied mm-hmm. nothing i ever had was enough like i would get opportunities to be on social media it was never enough like oh my right. gosh like that's it. Like I want to do it again. Or like people would get roles. Uh, my friends would get, you know, leadership opportunities. And I'd be like, that's awesome. But like, when the frick am I going to get a leadership opportunity? Oh, I'm only leading a small group for middle schoolers. Is that not enough? Why right. do I need to, to lead a crowd of five freaking thousand people? I don't. It's right. just the comparison because I'm like, well, I'm not really good enough because people are getting more opportunity than me. And you know what? Maybe they were right. Maybe I sucked. <laughs> and I probably no, freaking did. You don't, but it's just, it wasn't your time. No. And that's also hard to, yeah, you know, time. Yeah. And Ugh. that's, I would say that's like the hardest thing I'm trying to get over right now is <clears throat> not, com- mm, I don't want to say it'd be comparison, but understanding that like my timing is not like everyone else's. Yes. Like, you, like you said about how you, you're turning 30 and you never would have imagined your life to pan out the way it is. Like, yeah. If you would have told me going to Highlands that my life like I'd be back home and doing nothing with the church like you would I would be like probably laughing in your face Mm -hmm. like I never would have expected my life to turn out the way it has right now and like that's probably the hardest I don't want to say right now I'm in the hardest season because I think just overall it's the hardest truth yeah to swallow yeah because it's just like dang like when I like I had a going away party like I thought I was never I like I I did not think I was coming back here Mm -hmm. and it's just like bruh and it's just, it's, I mean, it's comparison because yeah. now I hate social media because all my friends, like I told my boyfriend, I was like, I think I'm going to be really sad this week. And he's like, okay, well, when aren't you sad? And I was like, true. <laughs> but then I was like, he was like, why? And I was like, well, because everyone's on spring break. And he's like, you had spring break. And I was like, I know, but all my friends like they're, they're that are still in school are on spring break. And he's like, but you graduated. Like you don't diminish what you've, what you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. for a, a week of people posting on social media because they're on spring break. Right. He said, spring break. Like, Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, like, I freaking graduated. That's yeah. freaking awesome. But now, like, I'm in a different season. Yeah. When I was in that season, I enjoyed it. And people probably looked at me like, oh, I wish I could go on spring break. Listen, I still get, I still compare myself to <laughs> high schoolers when they have summer vacation and I'm crying every day going to work. I know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't give anything to go back. I know. This little girl so came into the salon the other day and was like, um, her mom was talking about how she needs her hair cut in June. She's like, well, she's going to be on summer break. And I was like, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here checking you in and getting your money. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <sighs> I mean, but yeah. And the one thing that like, 
has helped me that I've had to kind of try to just put my best foot forward in the in the area of comparison is really sitting down with myself and trying to recognize when I'm most susceptible for, to comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the moments? Okay, so I know right now myself, all my friends in Birmingham are on spring break right now. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be either at the beach, um, traveling, their home church, hanging out with their significant other, going on trips with them. Like, what is going to be susceptible and how, when can I when can I stop? Like, I can't let myself get down the spiral. Okay, I'm kind of, like, looking at everyone, like, purposely going on social media to see what they're doing on spring break. So now that I recognize that, I can put a a stop to it and be like, I'm not going to do this. As Mm -hmm. stupid and silly as it is, that's literally the first step, is recognizing when you're going to be most susceptible to start comparing. Because then you get angry and upset Mm -hmm. at yourself and others. And that's not good. That's not fun. They're allowed to enjoy their spring break. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think... um, Another thing, too, like, a lot of people that they don't talk about, but, like, negative social comparison or, like, FOMO is just, I think that is a really big um, way that it harms us because Mm -hmm. we think we're missing out on all these things. But we, you have to remember, we don't know what people walk through to get to to what they have and where they are. Well, exactly. Yeah. And when I think of, like... You know, somebody who maybe I think they're they're on top. They might have went through some pretty dark times. And I do not want to walk through any more dark times. You know, and you just have to remember that. That <clears throat> it might seem like somebody was given a handout, but we don't really know. And I think, um, you know, when it comes to comparison, other topics come up like low self-esteem, poor body image, And being vulnerable, you know, if you're somebody that struggles with a mental illness, you know, these types of people are more likely to seek out validation and Mm -hmm. community through social media. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I'm not saying social media is bad because there are positive interactions and self-expressions and creativity, but you have those, um, like, predatory... Um, advertisements so like when people want you to detox or like lose a ton of weight you know somebody that struggles with those things you know it's going to be easier for them to maybe develop an eating disorder or something like that and then you have these oh my gosh these um, people that are influencers Mm. and that you know they're promoting products that I'm sure they really do not use but they're dangerous to people like you and me mm-hmm. or young teenagers who are like, oh, my gosh, mom, I need to get on these gut greens. Health. Yeah, my gut health. Girl. Pass, I love my gut. Pass gas. You'll be all right. <laughs> Go take a poop. Yes. Squatty potty will be just fine for exactly. you. I have one. It works great. Yes. So I think those things and like cyberbullying, those are the main culprits within social media that lead to comparison, negative outcomes like increased depression, anxiety, disordered eating, suicidal thoughts, those types of things. So you just have to be really careful. And um, I read a quote earlier and it says, comparison will either make you feel inferior or superior and neither one honors God. And that is so true because for a long time, I didn't know who I was and when you have that realization of who you are in Christ, you know, if you are a believer, 
you when you get that revelation, it doesn't matter what anybody says, mm-hmm. what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. I know that if what I am doing is pleasing to the Lord, and even if I mess up, he still loves me. He still chooses me. And that's really all that I need. And he will put the right people in your path that will lift you up, will be, you know, a friend when you feel like the loneliest person in the world. So I do encourage you, you know, if you don't know him or if you're not sure of who you are, seek him. What a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love him. Same. He really is my best friend. Same. Uh, James 3.16 says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Hmm. I mean, like, because it just isn't, I mean, biblical or not (laughs) biblical, jealousy is literally the worst. Yeah. Because it brings out the worst version of yourself. You will do anything. Mm -hmm. I mean... Haley Bieber, we don't know what she's going through, but she's jealous <laughs> and it brings out literally the worst of her. Yeah. Like she is a total mean girl right now. Yeah. And she was just getting like everything with her make her skincare and makeup line. Like things were going good. Things were going great. And then it's, it's almost like Selena Gomez had that documentary on Hulu or wherever it was. Mm-hmm. And she starts getting light again, fame again. She starts living a happy life. And Haley spiraled. And Haley didn't know what to do. And I want to say this too. Haley's friends, you know, you are who you hang out with. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> you are who you hang out with. Nasty. And those other mean girls that were, you know, and it's all coming to light, how they talk about people. You have to be so careful who you surround yourself with. And I used to get so mad mm-hmm. at my mom for telling me mm-hmm. that. She'd be like, Whitney... That, that person is not good for you. You are going yeah. to become them. And I'd be like, oh, shut up, mom. You don't know what you're talking about. Boy, was she right. Yeah. And we've we've talked about this before. Being mean is so, like, 2008. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like, that one time <clears throat> Justin Bieber brought Selena Gomez to Paris, and then, like, sh- was it Kendall Mm. Or Gigi Hadid that took Justin out to dinner when Haley Bieber, or Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez was working. Selena found out, and then she left Paris. Yes. Mean girl. They did all of that. On purpose. So Selena would stay away. And then Haley Bieber had the nerve to go drive by Selena's house when she was literally, like, in the the hospital. (laughs) I know. Because she's so insecure. Listen, that reminds me, my friend Sabrina, this group of friends that I had with Honestly, during like 2009, that was the, honestly one of the best years of my life. But we were so insecure. We used to do drive-bys to like the guy's house that we liked to see if they were home and what, if they were being honest about where they were because they were supposed to be hanging out with us and they would Before cancel. Before Snapchat was yeah. a thing. So we would just drive to their house and everybody would duck. <laughs> just That just reminded me of it. So Haley, I've, I've been there. Do it. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Uh, we, we know. You know, and we've, there's been times in my life where, you know, I'm sure people considered me a mean girl and... We talked about this before. I'm sorry. Sydney, people think she's mean right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I am sorry. No, I, no, no, seriously. God forbid I don't want another long text. Uh, I, you know. Yeah. It's And this is another point, actually, that what we have written down, you have to consider other perspectives. Yeah. You know, when we evaluate the truth in other comparisons, remember we're only seeing only one perspective. Uh-huh. Think of, like, a camera on a laptop. Like, it's only showing your face. Right. Like, you got to think of all the other perspectives. People that are thinking me of a mean girl are only seeing their own perspective. Right. People that I'm thinking are mean are I'm only thinking one perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because you always want to be right. 
But we also have to remember that our feelings, they, you know, they do matter and they are valued and they, and they're real. But we also have to kind of take the humble and lower seat and sometimes realize like, okay, maybe I am being overdramatic or maybe like it didn't actually pan out the way like it actually did. Or you know what? They hurt me and they're wanting to apologize, but I don't really maybe need to have them back in my life. Yeah. You can forgive them and move on. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. But don't let comparison ruin relationships because um, a lot of times we can compare ourselves to someone, even like a close friend, and we can let comparison ruin a relationship. I think, Absolutely. you know, that was probably one thing that my first semester Highlands College, I had like my roommate, all of my roommates, you know, mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of comparison and competition going on in that house that like tr- that just tore the apartment apart. Right. And I can thankfully say that now I am on a like way better relationship. You came out of that. Yeah. Like we just were really young. And now I can say that like I've had conversations with every single one of my old roommates and it's been fine. Like we've all mm-hmm. grown and matured because we've kind of all figured out our own path. <clears throat> yeah. Stop letting comparison get in the way. Right. Realize that like we're doing what we are sim- we're supposed to do. We're meant to do. Right. And that's okay that it might not look like yeah. everyone else's. And I think it's important, too, to remember, like, you know, so it doesn't ruin those relationships. Like, if your friend, if she's getting the promotion, if she's moving out, if she lost the weight, if she's got a husband, clap for them. Yep. Your time will come. Yep. Be humble. Mm-hmm. But be serious and lift them up. Encourage them because... You're going to want that too one day. And, and when it doesn't happen, you're going to yeah. you're gonna notice it. We don't want to hear crickets. You know, somebody said, hey, I just got a new job. It didn't play. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And no one, you know, just got promoted. Just got a husband. Just got engaged. <laughs> yeah. That's literally me when I get engaged. <laughs> I have one of like two friends. Well, you know. It doesn't matter. Still be excited for other people. Exactly. And your day will come. Yeah. I think it's really important to fight mm-hmm. comparison out of, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but like every time we talk about one of these, I don't want to say problems, just like things people walk through in life, they all, all connect to each other. Mm-hmm comparison connects to anxiety and depression anxiety connects to stress Mm -hmm. and anger anger connects to comparison depression anxiety they all connect and you know that's why self-care and that's why we push for self-care is just so important because the only person you're going to live with every single day is yourself i mean until you get married obviously jesus if you are in a relationship with jesus like a Christian, like he's with you all the time, but the mm-hmm. only physical person you're with 24 seven and you never escape from is yourself. Right. And if you're continuously trying to be someone you're not and continuously like defiling yourself and hating on yourself, like you're never going to get to those dreams mm-hmm. that you want to have, but you just don't let yourself get to them. Right. Like we can be our own worst critic and we literally can destroy our own life. Yeah. We can have every opportunity ahead of us and it just still won't be enough because we're too busy looking left and right. I think, I mean, like, sometimes you got to walk through it to know and Mm -hmm. understand. Sure. And 
shoot, I wish I could tell people, like, you're never going to deal with comparison, but there will be a time in your life. because we're talking about it today, I will probably deal with it this week. I'm going to deal with it tomorrow when I compare myself to every other podcast that gets (laughs) thousands of views and we maybe, or listens, streams, and we get 100. Oh. (laughs) Shooting for the sky. Yeah. But you know what? We are thankful for the ones that do. Yeah. And, And, you know, we talk about a lot of things in our podcast but, you know, disclaimer, we just want to say mm-hmm. you must not rely on the information in this podcast as mm-hmm. alternative to medical advice from your doctor or your therapist. If you have any specific concerns about your mental health, you should consult with your doctor and you should not delay seeking medical advice or treatment for mm-hmm. your mental health because of the information on this podcast. So we just always want to say that, you know, because if you do need help and we're, we're talking about mental health, we don't want it to be the end all. Don't take life so seriously. Yeah. Listen. Listen, so just be kind. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Don't compare yourself. You're yeah. you're doing great, honey. You're doing great, sweetheart. We believe you. And wherever you are in the world, we just want to say good night, good day, good morning. See you guys. Bye.